Hello and welcome to a new recording, new episode, new season of Doctrine and Doxology. I am still Skylar Spradlin, joined with... I'm continuing to be Larry Jones. Effervescent, sparkly, sparkly, shiny, refreshed. Yes. Larry Jones. So does that uh, sparkly have anything to do with the reflection off of a bald head? That's why I said shiny. Shiny. That's what it made me think of. Oh, okay. So well, I'm yeah. glad I'm glad I can shine. You do. You shine wondrously. We have been off for a month and a week. That's true. And it was good for me. Was it? It was bad for me. Well, thanks for just continuing well, to shine like a ray of golden I'm just, blessing. I'm just saying it's sad because I, I enjoy uh, studying and preparing for uh, for our podcast. You could still study. In fact, I, I, I have a lot I of things I study for, but this is one study that focuses me on something particular. Hmm. So I have a Bible study. And then I'll have a Sunday school to lesson to prepare. Mm-hmm. And I have a podcast lesson or subject to prepare. Man, I don't know how you do it. Where just do you, prepare. Where do you find the time? I'm retired. You are tired. I was tired. Ju- July was good for me. Good. I'm glad you got a rest. It was restful. I hope it was restful. Uh, it was. I'm, I spent great time with family. I am glad to be back. I'm re-energized and ready to go. It is the busy season for our church. Yes, because students are coming back to school. Yes, they're going to public school. They're coming back to university. Uh, We are still without a building. So lots going on here. Schedule and everything is just chaotic. Yeah, organization fair coming up. Yeah, lots of events in the next. At the college. Six weeks, though. And hoping uh, the Lord blesses us again with some uh, college students to attend our church. Yes. Yes. We'll see how that goes. Anyways, we took a month off. It was good for me, bad for you, but we are glad to be back. And coming back now, this is technically where we mark our seasons. So, new season, but same direction. Same direction. It seems like we may have a a new, um, I don't know, little thing in our new season. Something different than last season. Something that we're not going to do anymore from last season, at least for now. Are you ready to jump into this? No, I'm not. Okay, forget I said that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, who knows? There could be some more surprises coming up. Surprises are nice. I like surprises. Uh, depends. There are bad surprises. There are good surprises. Yeah. Surprise is too vague. But when it comes to content, we're going in the same direction. We're going to continue to walk through systematically some of the theological perspectives and doctrines of the Christian Correct. faith. Correct. Correct. And we have been on... St- the salvation experience for several months for several months and we've walked through what theologians call the order of salvation right definitely uh you know varied views on the exact order of things but I, we, I have a whole list of 10 okay we'll go 
Okay, uh, election. Mm. The gospel call or proclaiming the message. Regeneration. So far, it's all God, right? I think it always will be. I know. Uh, conversion, which would be faith and repentance. Faith and repentance, there we go. That's God, too. Yes. Uh, justification, that's God. Adoption, definitely God. Sanctification. Well, and, mm-hmm. well, sanctification has, he starts it, and then yeah. he helps us. Same with conversion, faith and repentance. Uh, and now, we today, we are at number eight, ocho, on the list perseverance what's after that glorification uh death oh death and then glorification Hmm. i don't know that i would include death in the order of salvation but well that's true but it's it's part of the history of the christian to glory we're all going to die yeah unless the lord comes i'm trying to remember did we couple up election and predestination foreordained that kind of stuff we all we put that under that umbrella yeah i think so okay yeah it's it's almost needs to be joined together because they're so close well i thought there was a thought there was a specific discussion that we had about providence well you know it's possible you know i'm old and i forget so but it's not in my list okay well Today we are on the subject of Perseverance of the Saints. Perseverance of the Saints. Perseverance. Yeah, it's that many syllables. Which Perseverance for. Which I would argue is different from the kind of pithy way that Baptists in my upbringing, coined it, once saved, always saved. Yeah. I would say perseverance of the saints actually communicates something a little bit different than that. So That's true. I'm saying when, when I talk about perseverance of the saints, I'm not using the once saved, always saved ID, I, I, idea, I, ideology. Well, sometimes people use that as an excuse, especially those who aren't. Of that belief. Oh, you just believe you can do anything and then you're still good. Well, that's our cultural context, too. There's people who who grew up hearing that. And so they believe that, hey, I prayed a prayer. I was baptized. Once saved, always saved. I can go do and live like however yeah. I want. Party on. Never have to think again about God or Christ or heaven or hell. But or then I would like maybe doubt that person's salvation experience. Well, yeah. That's, if you, that's, if what that's your thoughts. That's what I'm saying is... Probably you're not saved. That's why I think I mean something different when I say perseverance of the saints. I, I don't mean yeah. what I think is the conclusion of once saved, always saved. Well, Mr. Grudem's definition here says, all those who are truly born again will be kept by God's power and will pers- persevere as Christians until the end of their lives and that only those who persevere to the end have been truly born again. Are you adjusting something? You too want me louder? Loud. Am I too loud? Way too loud. Well, I was I was reading with gusto. 
passion. Passion, yes. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yep. I agree. Next. Okay. Well, there's a lot of scriptures that indicate that, and I think we should back everything we say with scripture. Yes. And I have John I'll, 10. I'll, I'll give you the the uh, scripture you just quoted. Is John 10 referenced? Uh, yes. Okay. John 10, 27 through 29. I don't know the specific verse. My sheep hear my voice. Yeah. And I know them. And they follow me. I give them eternal life. Eternal life. They shall never perish. And no one shall snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. John 10, 27 through 29. Yes, that is true. Uh, John 6, 38 through 40. I have come down from heaven, and do, and not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up in the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who seeks, who sees the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. You're looking at me with a weird look. I'm listening. Oh. That's just my normal face, man. Oh. <laughs> it's weird. I'm just saying. Um, how about Ephesians 1? A what? Ephesians. Oh, I know that one. 1, 13 through 14. Do you want to hammer it out or you want me from memory and I'll just uh, you're follow along? You're sealed with the Holy Spirit. The promised Holy Spirit is a guarantee of your faith. Of your salvation, of your inheritance. Sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit, which is a guarantee of guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. You're still looking at me. There's more. Well, I, you want me to look at the wall? What? <laughs> uh, Philippians. You Philipp- said that one right. <laughs> Filipinos 1-6. No. <laughs> Philippians 1-6. I am sure that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And you're still looking at me. I'm enjoying these. Uh, Paul tells his readers that they are those who by God's power are guarded through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed, revealed at the last time. That is First Peter 1, 5. Then Paul didn't say that. Peter did. Did I say Paul? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Peter tells his readers then what I said. Um, then we have uh, Matthew 10, 22. Whoa, we just went from the back of the New Testament to the front. Well, we went from them other people to Jesus. Okay. Uh, Jesus here is giving a warning that John 10 was Jesus too. of genuine faith is continuing in his word that is continuing to believe what he says and living a life of obedience to his commands. Similarly, Jesus says, he who endures to the end will be saved. Oh, we're switching gears here. Well, we went to the next heading. Which yeah, is, so we uh, went from only those who persevere to the end have been truly born again. Yeah. 
Well, that's I was going to say at the end of your first list. Okay. But that there was, that there are the more. End. That's not exhaustive. No. It's a uh it's a truth that is taught throughout. Yeah. Now we do have friends out there, Christian friends who yeah. believe you can fall away. That's what they believe. We think they're wrong. We do. Because of our understanding of scripture as a whole. Correct. Well, and they use that what word uh, those who persevere to the end have been born again as a evidence of their belief that we could lose salvation. So if we don't persevere to the end, we probably weren't born again. And we could have, well, actually, I think they believe we could have lost our salvation. Yeah, I mean, I would say, I was going to say, I agree with your first statement. If you don't persevere to the end, then you're not saved. You're not saved. Yes. But I base that on the previous passages you read where God keeps us, seals us, guarantees us, gives us not temporary life, but eternal life. Correct. Yes, absolutely. Are you going to read these other verses now? I, about if you it? want, they are related to perseverance to the I, end. I think they're good, yeah. Okay, this one is Jesus Colossians said, 1, 22 and 23. Yeah. If... In order to present you holy and blameless and irreproachable before him, provided that you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel which you heard. Yeah, I I associate that with the, I think my translation says, if okay. you continue. Not shifting. I'm looking at other ones. He kind of goes into Hebrews a little bit. Um. 3.14, for we have been partakers of Christ if we hold fast the beginning of our assurance firm to the end. So how do you, how do you make, how do we reconcile this? We have these lists of verses that Jesus keeps his own. Yeah. Yep. But then we have this list of verses that says if, if you keep going, if you keep going, if you keep going. Well, I think that is just a proof for those of us who have doubted our salvation, and everyone has. Uh, if we if we continue, even through hardships and trial, if we are continuing to love Jesus and honor him and, and trust in him, to me that is an assurance that I'm his. Yeah, but what, what makes, I mean, it sounds like a convincing argument that that these verses— about perseverance or saying that you could possibly fall away and not persevere. So the question is, can you fall away? Not if you've been saved. I mean, how do we reconcile those two things? Well, it's kind of like, how can you who have tasted the riches of Christ uh, not want to continue in it? Mm -hmm. So why, why would you fall away? And I know that hardships and trials come our way, and and they uh, they test us. But where else do we turn? Yeah. Well, uh, the that's kind of the way I look at it. I can't when I'm when the storms crash in on me. Who do I turn to? I think about the Lord. Only the one who can help me through it. The Lord's parable on the soils. Yeah. About the seed scattered on, I believe it's a rocky ground, and the. Mm-hmm 
persecution or hostility quickly. and all that kind of stuff comes and scorches it. I mean, it has no root. And so right. the, kind of the heat of hostility, heat of persecution. And the or, weeds or trials. weeds as well. Yeah, and those are the cares of the world. up with the weeds and, and they get choked out. Yeah. I, so I guess I'm saying, in in my mind, I can hold those two things clearly, that Christ keeps his own, and yet we're, we're constantly warned or um, commanded to keep enduring and keep persevering to the end, because I think the New Testament is giving us a lens and a category for those who seem to be falling away. And, and what I mean by that is, I think he's, I think the scriptures are saying, those who turn away from Christ, um, abandon the faith, we would call them apostates. Th- those people weren't ever in Christ's fold anyways. That's a That's an ugly word. Apostate? Yeah, it just gives me a negative common connotation, a negative thought. Well, it should. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> apostate. You apostate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's weird now? Well, we know who's weird in this room. I guess I'm saying that salvation, these these passages that warn about perseverance, they're not, uh, they're not these conditional statements in the sense of, well, you know, you might fall away, you might yeah. lose your salvation. I, I think they're when you take them in connection with Christ, saying, "I I don't lose my own. No one snatches them from my hand. Uh, not even them; they're mine." Uh, I think then you can conclude that those who don't persevere are not belonging to Christ in the first place. Correct. And I think the New Testament wants us to not be lazy in our faith. Make sure you're you're enduring. Make sure you're persevering. Sure. Make sure you're not just coasting through. I think the word striving comes up several times, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's not lay back in the pew and and kind of endure the sermon and then get up and leave. Live your life the way you want to. Mm-hmm. You strive for your um, for the Lord. Uh, being a Christian is is work. Uh, you strive. How, how do you do that? You by doing the disciplines. You know, you you study God's word. Why? Well, because I love God and I want to know more about Him. Yeah. To me, that is a evidence that I am His. Mm. And uh, and also, I go to church. Uh, you're, you're bearing, why do I go to church? You're bearing fruit. I love to hear God's word preached, and also I love to fellowship with other believers. Another yeah. evidence. That I'm his. You're bearing the fruit from the heart of the grace of Christ. Yeah. And the fruits of the Spirit are another evidence. All these things, love, peace, patience, kindness, and the whole list. uh, If these are alive and growing in your life, as another evidence that, that I belong to Christ. But what we're considering today is that one of the evidences is that you will endure. You will persevere. Yeah. And you I won't think give it, up. You won't fall away. You won't. But doesn't that stem from the very beginning when God quickened our hearts? Yeah. I mean, he's the one that did the work. He's the one that selected us. He's the one that called us. He's the one that quickened our hearts. Yeah. He gave us the faith to believe. 
You know, I think about... All the work is his. I think about John 10 in this discussion where Jesus is calling himself the good shepherd. Back to what you read. Yeah, his sheep yeah. know his voice. He keeps his own. Nobody snatches him from his hand. To to think that we can fall away or reject our faith after having been saved is to really kind of call Jesus a poor shepherd. <laughs> yes, it is. That he can actually yeah. lose his sheep. That his sheep aren't that secure. That they can wander off. He can lose sight of them or whatever. Right, right. Or that he loses patience with them. That he's not the good shepherd that he portrays himself to be. Uh, Paul calls him in, I believe it's 1 Corinthians, when he talks about Christ saving him as a display of his perfect patience. I mean, that's to, to say that Christ would cast us off after having saved us is to say that he doesn't have perfect patience. Or that his, his uh, temperament isn't sound or that his work on the cross could actually be rendered ineffective that's heresy yeah i mean it calls in the question everything that we've talked about justification regeneration all that kind of stuff so god we hold that you're made dead by your sin yes god regenerates you in salvation right to believe that you can be regenerated and then fall away and lose your salvation is essentially to say God is going to make you dead again. Yeah, we're born again. Or your sin is going to make you dead again. And we're saying, no, Christ is stronger than all of that. And the life he imparts is eternal life. And it's proven by those who endure through to the end. They persevere to the end. Right. And if you didn't persevere, if you don't persevere, if you don't keep the faith... You didn't have real faith to begin with. Yeah. 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 Sometimes yeah. I yeah. think yeah. Yeah. as humans, we can we can play the game. We can pretend. Basketball, football, baseball? No, the Christian game. Mm, we can pretend to be a Christian. We can, we can know the words. We can sing the songs. We can sit in church and look nice because we cleaned up and put on our Sunday go-to-meeting clothes. But yet our heart can be cold, yeah, unregenerated. Jesus says that to the Pharisees in Matthew 15. Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you? You praise me, worship me with your lips, but your heart is far from yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I think there are a lot like well, that. Yeah. And yeah. I, sometimes I wonder about, you know, in our churches, how many of our few sitters are true believers Mm -hmm. and how many are just fooling themselves thinking they're saved and jesus himself said many will come to me in the last time and say lord lord did we not cast out demons in your name did we not go to church every sunday did we not uh live the life you wanted us to live and he says i never knew you depart from me yeah so they miss that initial element of of calling and regeneration and uh, repentance and faith. Yeah. I think the cool thing about the whole list is what happens all of a sudden where we are adopted into God's family. Yeah. 
where he justifies us, declares us not guilty of sin. All these things kind of how all of a yeah. sudden yeah. they become ours and we become children of God. We're now clothed in the righteousness of Christ. Uh, so it's great because we have the comfort of knowing we can go into God's presence and pray and talk to him and he accepts us. Yeah. A holy God accepts us who are unholy because yeah. we're clothed in the righteousness of Christ. Hmm. Absolutely. There's great comfort that God so loves us that he not only sent his son, uh, but that he also keeps us. And I just yeah. I think he paid too high of a price to let us go. And that, yeah. that's a great comfort. And uh, that's where our hope is at. We talk about Christian hope. That's our hope. Uh, that's our sanctification. We're not going backwards. We're going forwards. Uh, all these things. Yeah, that should be an indicator, too. Are you better today than you were last year? Yeah. Are you closer to him today than you were last year? Of course. Why? Because we're pursuing uh, justification. Yep. Well, we're pursuing glorification. Yeah. What's that one that where you you said we did have a part in it? Sanctifi- sanctification. Yeah. We're, we're, we are trying and trying to be more like Christ because not because, well, we are doing it because he commands us to do it. But we're also doing it because we love him. Yeah. And we're thankful for him. And, and we want to be like him. We want to be obedient uh, to his call. I want to I want to be able to read God's word and understand it deeper and deeper and deeper. Yep. And also I want to, I've got the best news that's ever been out there. And I need to be sharing it with lost people around us. Yep. Yeah. Well, hopefully this sparks some thinking in others. Um Glad to be back and talking about these things, and hopefully yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's our prayer every time that that we would be an encouragement to God's people, uh, that somebody might even consider salvation for the first time listening to these truths uh, that, that come from our our Lord in the Scriptures. And so uh, hopefully that today's episode serves to that end and that purpose. Yes, yes. Hopefully to encourage someone to maybe say, well, maybe I don't have this. Mm. and uh, and uh, so that they might. Or what am I trusting in? Am I trusting in my ability to keep the faith, or am I trusting that Christ will keep me? Right. Yeah, well, we once had a, uh, a deacon's wife in another town, in another church, and had been what you would call a faithful Christian for 20 years, realized she really wasn't saved. Yeah. And... Uh, I mean, God just opened her heart. My grandmother. That was a glorious event. My grandmother, uh, something like that happened to her early in her 20s after her and my grandfather were married and they were serving in the church. And she just realized, I think through a children's Sunday school lesson. Yeah. That she wasn't a Christian and she needed to figure that out. And so there in their living room, she was born again. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we have a lady in our church even that uh, gave her testimony that she had thought she was a Christian. She had lived a good life, and I knew her as a college student. She was a very good person, mm-hmm. and she shared with us uh, one time at at a meal that uh, yeah. I found out I wasn't I wasn't belie- I wasn't a sa- I wasn't saved. I didn't believe, you know. So yeah, so she corrected that. 
God corrected it in her. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you can find out more about what we do and who we are at DoctrineDoxology.com. There you can find um, other podcast episodes and um, some other resources that we hope would be of help to you. You can also reach out to us there uh, in several different ways and find all of our social media contacts uh, and, and follow us, like us, all on the things that are out there now. Uh, we do look forward and do enjoy hearing from you, not to build ourselves up, but to hear how the Lord is working in your life. It's yeah. always a, a way to boast in Christ, and we're thankful for that. You bet. I'm done. Okay. I'm checking out, man. Then I'm I... Leaving the studio. I'm out quit, quit announcing it and leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to pray. Father, we do thank you for the gift of salvation. And Lord, please help us to realize the consequence of our lost friends and loved ones who don't know you. Uh, they're in eternal... Uh, res, uh, eternal dwelling uh, we just pray that you fuel it to use that to fuel us to share your gospel to be bold and sometimes it may be better just to uh, share the gospel and if if someone gets upset at us they they get upset at us but father just uh, give us guidance give us direction and give us that desire to share and uh, give us the power to do it well we ask this in jesus name amen